0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, good evening.
1: Bon, good evening. Bonsoir, la très belle Angie Aww. Taylor.
0: Simon Marcel, you just make my days and nights. It's true.
1: And I like that t-shirt, that, the brand, I'm one of Adidas.
0: Adidas. You like Adidas? I, I
1: like Adidas a lot.
0: I got on my Adidas yes, yeah. today, or tonight, tonight, I should say, in the Ulala studios. Yes. How was your weekend? I had a
1: lovely weekend. Uh, went down in Florida, came back. It's always good for a weekend. Mm. Uh, did you
0: get some sand and some beach and some? I
1: did, and and also I uh, I swim a little. You swam. But I got to ask you something, you know, because everybody's talking about the shocks. Are you afraid of shocks?
0: Um, not really. I mean, I. <sighs> I guess when I'm in the ocean, I, I kind of think about it, but I don't uh, – for some reason, I just think that they're never going to come that close to shore, but I know they always do. I guess if I were in the Great Barrier Reef or something, I might worry that a shark was going to come up and get me, but I feel like in Florida or something, I wouldn't so think let, of it.
1: Let's go one step further. When I go outside on the boat at night, I'm able to jump. I'm not afraid of the darkness. Are you either able, like me, to jump out of the middle of the ocean and yes. not be afraid? You are. So yes. It, well, yeah, okay, because most people can't.
0: Maybe someday when we go on a romantic trip together on a private yacht, we can jump off and hold hands. In Lake Michigan? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Lake, Michi- Lake Michigan would be the little rowboat, the little wooden boat, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's well, true. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. I had a great weekend, too. And we are ready to jump right back into the rendezvous with all your calls, emails, questions. we got a great show planned for you all about dating, love, and romance. Yes. And we're going to talk about types. Simon, think. I want you to think about a type. Do you have a certain type that you're attracted to? We're going to talk about that coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous show with Simon Marcel, and I am Angie Taylor. Simon. Angie
1: Taylor, bonsoir.
0: Bonsoir. I th- I want you to think back in your Rolodex of women that you've dated in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain type that you go for. Maybe it's uh, you love blondes or maybe you love girls that are really funny or maybe you love uh, tall girls. Is there a specific type that you're attracted to? The reason we're talking about this is because um, they photograph Lamar Odom mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. He's got a new personal assistant. I say that with air quotations. <laughs> personal assistant who looks exactly like his ex-wife, Khloe really Kardashian. Yeah. And I've known people that have always dated somebody that looks exactly Exactly like their ex, okay. And I wonder if they're just trying to replace that person, or if that's actually you know characteristics, physical characteristics that they like about a person that they always look for. Is it, what about you?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Look, looking back, it just I think the uh, American Girl Next Door beauty would be my type, honestly. Uh, it's it's,
0: clean and fresh-faced, and you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: and 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 sweetheart, I could really say I think I've dated. Ninety percent of the girl who uh, had the chance to date, you know, were sweethearts. They
0: were all sweet,
1: They're really kind and sweet. And so there's funny. nothing,
0: nothing physically. Then uh, you're like me because I'm no. the same. If you look at anybody I've dated in my entire life, I don't think any two guys look the same, but they all have something in common, which is usually the funny. I love funny.
1: Funny. There's one thing that helps: good teeth.
0: Good teeth.
1: I don't know why. See, I'm I'm like that too. It's, you are. I love Pick teeth for the kiss, but. I mean, um, besides that, no, it's not really, it's a psychological link.
0: I know something that you like in women.
1: What, what, green eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You like green-eyed uh-huh, girls. That, that is true.
0: I know that about you. <laughs> don't, I remember, don't get me
1: started. No, Angie.
0: I just remember one of the first things you said to me when we met is, "You have green eyes," and I'm like, yeah, "Well," no, I said,
1: "You have beautiful green eyes." Oh Angie. yes,
0: you did. You did. Thank you for saying that. But yeah, I, I was like, "Oh, is that a thing for you?" And well, you said that you love green eyes.
1: Absolutely. I mean, and the brown hair and the green eyes is a great combination. Now, my mom has blue eyes, and I love blue eyes. I love it's it's the eyes color are important, but really. I think the kindness, a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And to be in a good mood. You know what, Angie?
0: Positivity. Uh, Oui, voilà. Oh, you just nailed it. Positivity is a big one for me and confidence and sense of humor. I think all those things together, it doesn't even matter sometimes what you look like. It just makes you automatically sexy to me. I've dated men that are shorter than me where in my mind, if I write it on paper, it's I want somebody that's over six feet tall because I'm tall and I want brown hair and like tall, dark and handsome, but it never ends up that way because I always end up going. Uh, because I'm more attracted to the inside and the brain and the personality. I mean, look at my husband. We're the same height. He's bald, um, you know, like brown eyed and not a, probably what I would put down on paper. like covered well, in super shape. In great shape. And he's beautiful to me and he's perfect for me. But um, I think everybody, if they really think about it, has a type. I think typically when we think of a type, yeah. we think people are saying, well, do you like blonde hair, blue eye girls? When it's not always about that
1: no 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 it's it's not about that it's it's really you can even look uh, at people and they might have the exact physical attributes you want them to have right feel zero connection right zero attraction so it's all about really for me the kindness the sweetness a good smile i go for a good smile and positivity can, and, yeah and love of life joy of life yes
0: joie de vivre la, eh
1: oui. la joie de vivre Angie.
0: i said it joie what de more vie. important look, look at me dropping the french you've had such an, an impact on me <laughs> <laughs> well people have types okay let's just face it yes what about the person you're dating do you look at their exes and compare yourself to them are you the same type that they are maybe you're completely different and you're thinking why her and why me? That's actually happened to me before. Really, but, you have? Yeah, that? yeah. Because I, I, I happen to snoop sometimes when I'm dating someone. Just sometimes, and I'll go look at the axes and see what they look like. What do they do? Uh, and you can't help but compare yourself. So we're going to mm-hmm. talk about comparing yes. yourself to your partner's axes next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking about comparing yourself to your partner's exes. Have you ever gone on social media and looked up whoever you're dating their exes to see what they look like or what they do? I did
1: once. I dated this, this French actress, Agatha. And right before me, she did that French actor. So she told me so much about him. She was so upset him. I could tell she still had feelings for him. So I went. Oh. And, you know, Tommy Sisley, that's his name. So very handsome man, younger than me and all this. Way more hair than me, by the way. Ah. And so <laughs> I i looked as though we're two different type of guys. Right. Um, and, and so uh, I was surprised. And after that... I truly really don't do that unless really you talk about it over and over. I'm curious. I mean, I think it's a natural thing to do. Do you? Have you I done, agree. Do you, Angie?
0: I have. I have done that. I agree. It is natural it to, is. Be, to be curious that way. Sometimes I will look at, you know, the pictures and, and have you ever felt insecure? I mean, maybe I've felt insecure a couple times with some people. Um, but then I'll look at some people and say, what? I wonder what the attraction was with this person. They don't seem like your type or whatever, but who knows i think yeah, it's well, I think it's natural. Would you rather that your exes be less uh their their exes be less attractive than you? It's nice to look at them and go, ha ha I'm no, better
1: no, I prefer to be part of a group that is really the best of the best. I don't want to be part of a group that is just mixing with people that I would not respect to look up to. That's a good point. So if I date somebody, I hope she dated before me, great guys. And if it doesn't work with me, for any reason, later on, I'm part of a, a group of a group of get, great guys. Look at that you, you dated.
0: being all secure and just not
1: jealous well, at all. Well, don't you prefer to be a part of a, of yes, a group of yes, men that are, you look up sure, to? Sure,
0: sure. If he dated all supermodels, I would like to think, wow, I'm on that level. Okay, well, that's cool. And, and you are on that level. So. <laughs> oh, please. Well, <laughs> we compare, you know, ourselves and and things like that. It's just natural. Up next, though, we have an email from a woman who wants to know if she should date. Or dump a guy because of someone that he Uh, dated. We're going to play Date or Dump. That's mm -hmm. coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir.
0: We get so many emails here to The Rendezvous at therendezvousshow.com. You can find a place to send us emails there. Maybe you have a question. We're going to play date or dump. This is very simple. We're going to read an email, Simon. Mm -hmm. And we got to tell this person whether to date the person they're talking about or dump them. So this one comes from Brandy from Sewell, New Jersey. She says, Hey, Simon and Angie. I've been seeing this guy that goes to my gym uh-huh. and he told me on our last date that he's also seeing another girl at our gym. He wanted to be upfront with me about it, which I appreciate, and he wants to continue to get to know both of us, but I'm not sure what to do. Should I date him or dump him? Very interesting. So he's letting you know uh-huh. That He's dating around that he's not ready to get exclusive. Um, so I guess there's that's good that he's honest as long as that's what you want, too, right?
1: It's the oldest trap in the history of man, you know, uh,
0: <laughs> playing one off the other,
1: of course. And, it's a game. And, and telling you, in the name of honesty, you should have accepted the unacceptable. I, Brandy, I don't think you should keep him, I think you should dump him. He's not. Committed to you, it's his right. It's now your right for your dignity to get out of it.
0: What if she doesn't really want to be exclusive either and she just wants to, I don't know, have some ooh la and friends with benefits?
1: If she did, she would have not emailed us and that's asked Dato Dump because that's true. When you, when, when you email NJ and I about this, I know something is you know, bothering you. Right. Or, so I think, I don't know, what do you think?
0: I, I agree with you. I think you should dump as well. I think he's trying to make these two girls compete. For his affections, I think it's all his ego. I think he loves knowing that there's two girls and they know about each other. And he feels
1: like a good guy because he told you the truth. Yeah, That's why the trap is here.
0: I agree with you, Simon. Dump him. Dump him. Dump him. him. Au revoir. Au revoir. You need some advice? Give us a call. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir,
1: Angie Taylor.
0: So happy to be in the Ulala La Studios tonight. It is the
1: Ulala La Studio.
0: Yes, we're taking emails at therendezvousshow.com. We are taking calls. If you need some love, dating, romance, relationship advice, 855-905-8255. We have a call, Simon. Mm-hmm. Let's go to my hometown, Chi-Town, Chicago, Illinois. Say hello to Ryan. Hi, Ryan.
1: Hey, Ryan. Bonjour. Cool. Hi, guys. How you doing today?
0: We are great. How you doing, Rye? Uh, I'm doing all right. I got kind of a tricky situation I'm trying to figure out. I don't really know what to do. All right. Well, we're here. We're ready. Oh, great. The advice is well,
2: free. Uh, Let's do it. My girlfriend, she um, she started getting Botox a little while back. And, like, at first I was cool with it, you know? I mean, like, whatever makes you happy. But, I mean, she's gone in for a few times, and she's starting to look weird. And, like, I don't know what to do about it like i i keep seeing images of that like crazy like lady on the internet who, like got all that plastic surgery and like the crazy cat like, lady cat.
0: Yeah, yeah the crazy man. cat like,
2: lady i do not want my girlfriend to turn into that but like i don't know how to tell her to not do it because like you know we talked about it before i was cool with it but now she's starting to look weird and i'm just like i don't want to hurt her feelings like what do i do
0: Ooh, that's a tough situation because you're talking about a woman's looks and we are so sensitive about it. Simon, how would you tiptoe around this? Or should he not tiptoe and just be direct?
1: I just think that you can be direct but respectful. Yes. Right? because this Without isn't... being insulting. Exactly. I think you can say maybe it's a bit much. Um, I think, you know, uh, ask her more what she thinks about it. Engage conversation to make her say it's too much. So instead of you saying it's too much or it's too this... Have her say, what do you think of that? Do you think it's too much, this, that? Why? Because if she does it, she feels she needs it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to touch the need because that's a very specific thing that could hurt her feelings.
0: Yeah, And the need, though, is such a slippery slope when it comes to getting injections and plastic surgery because the need turns into kind of, I think, a little bit of an addiction sometimes with that. Yeah, because that, that can happen. Yeah, you start to feel like, okay... You start to super hyper analyze everything because now you're doing things to fix it. So now you're extra paying attention to how things are changing and, oh, I don't like it this way. And, oh, my eyebrows are a little higher in the other one now because of the Botox or whatever. Yeah. I'll say that I have a girlfriend who has gone way overboard on the Botox. Really? She looks like the Joker. Okay, like the eyebrows are way (laughs) too like pointy. And I. Yes. And she's a beautiful girl. And the bad thing is, is when everybody's away from her, they're like, "Whoa, she's going too heavy on the Botox and nobody knows what to say. That's a job for the person that's closest to you to be like, listen, I love you. You look so good. Do you feel like you need to do more? Why do you feel like you need to do more? Like Simon said, find out how she's feeling. Like, how are you feeling about how the Botox
1: is going? Yeah, it's an expression of insecurity when a woman or a man that's too much. Mm-hmm. It's so. It, it, I means he or she suffers from a, a lack of self confidence, mm-hmm. or you know, something like this. So you have to respect that. But you got to talk about it because the risk, Ryan, and I'm on your side there too. If she goes too far, and you find her not attractive anymore, it's a dead relationship. So you have the right to say, if we go too far like this. We might lose the attraction for each other. Do you think he should say that? that I think if, yes, if, he should. if it
0: gets to that point, like, listen, you don't look like yourself anymore, and it's not attractive to me. That's Ex- a hard conversation to have.
1: But it's the honest conversation to have. I agree. Because we need each other to say stop.
0: Yeah, I think that's
2: probably going to be the best thing. I mean, I just, you know, I just got to remind her how beautiful she is and, and yes. you know, how, how much I love the way that she looks. And then I would hate to see that change too much, and cause then that would just change how I feel about her. Perfect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You just answered your question. If somebody needs help, they need to hear I love you.
2: Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes,
1: no. totally. Still
2: not going to be an easy conversation, but thank you guys so much for your help. I appreciate it.
0: You're so welcome. You're most welcome. Thanks for calling us, Ryan. If anybody needs advice, we are here. Simon Marcel, Angie Taylor, we are taking your calls. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were just talking to Ryan, whose girlfriend is getting too much Botox. He doesn't get it. Mm -hmm. So that brings us to the point of, well, what other things do women do that men don't understand? I'm sure the list is very long. I happen to have a few here. Let's hear that. Tell me if you understand these things. Why women say something is fine when it's not fine I don't like when anybody does this. If it's a man or a woman, if it's my child, and I'm saying, how how was your day? And she just says, fine, it drives me nuts. But with women, I feel like they want you to dig more.
1: Is that why when you say fine, you want the man to say, what's wrong? I can tell something's wrong. What's really bothering you? I
0: mean, I I feel like fine is very dismissive.
1: I I agree. I've learned over the years to ask that question.
0: Yeah, uh, men don't understand why shopping takes all day. Well, I don't understand that. Well, we like to try things on. There's so many choices. We're looking for sales. You know, like uh, it's not a one size fits all for women, you know, different body shapes and things like that. Plus, it's fun. But, it's just fun. Okay.
1: So we'll put on the fun experience because you know your body type. You know you know, Yeah,
0: but so. p- uh, p- we like to try things on. Part of it is fun. Part of it is, you know, there's a utility for it. Um, why we need another shirt or pair of shoes when we already have one that looks exactly like it. Um, that listen, please
1: explain Okay
0: My husband says this to me Which is crazy Because he has just as many shoes I think But he'll be like Why do you need another pair of black shoes Here's why Because we need black flats, we need black heels, we need black boots, we need pointy toe, we need round toe, we need open toe, we need summer ones, we need winter ones, we need the sexy ones, we need the ones just for the ooh-la-la, we need the ones, you know, like the comfortable ones. So there's so many different versions. The blacks are different color blacks sometimes. So And how
1: many pairs of black boots do you need in winter? I wonder about that. All of
0: them. I need them all. Wherever they are, give them all to me. I see. Okay, so those are some things that men don't understand About women. Up next, Simon's going to be giving out some romance advice on Mm -hmm. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour. Yes, and we're going to talk a little bit more about what men and women don't understand about each other. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were just talking about things that men don't understand about women. I broke down all the black you, shoes listen, for you. you. You did
1: a great job about the shoes. I've always <laughs> wondered why all those black shoes and the different types. You did a great job. Different occasions, what, different what, things. What about, guys? Is something you want me to explain yes. about? Yes.
0: Please, you don't
1: understand about men.
0: Please explain right. to me sure. why you guys take a half hour to go to the bathroom. What are you doing in there? Why are you sitting there you all serious? day? I'm serious because my husband will sit. I'm like, I thought you just had to go to the bathroom, and 40 minutes later, I'm thinking we're going to leave the house and go somewhere, and we're still sitting there, and I'm still waiting. Like, without getting gross, but like, what are you really doing though? Are you just Are you reading? Are you zoned out? Are you what? So, (laughs) like, what is going on? You and
1: you get put me on the spot (laughs) like that. I think it's a tradition from you fifteen. You read the paper in the bathroom, even in school. You know, everybody does it. Magazine papers, uh sports. For, don't you don't you want to get
0: in and out fast?
1: Can I can I tell you the truth? I think is he's escaping you for 40 him. You minutes. think he's escaping? <laughs>
0: yes. He needs a break. Oh, just
1: said he's because, like, Oh my god, she never shuts up. Because because when you live alone it doesn't take that long. So uh, I I think the reason why he does that is that it's an excuse. Once He's trying to get there, away. Yeah, so I, I think it's more about you know having a time for himself. See, this it's is
0: just... uh, you, you're keeping it real with me, Simon, and I have to hear these things. <laughs> That's why. Now I know. Now I'll just sit and ponder the door like, why are you ignoring me? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he'll love that. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things is all the emails we get for you, Simon, at therendezvousshow.com. We're going to do, bonjour, Simon Marcel, in our big email grab bag. Don't go anywhere. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour. Bonsoir, Angie. Ah, uh, Bonjour. Bonsoir. Perfect timing because we're about to do Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes. Where but- we take your emails at therendezvousshow.com. You get yeah. so many, Simon. Keep-
1: we do get a lot, and I produce a jealous, too get them to us. And then we do it one by one.
0: One by one. Let's go to Stephanie from Buckhead, Georgia. She says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Stephanie. My husband is a workaholic and it's gotten to the point where my kids and I barely get to see him. I hate nagging him about coming home, but if I don't, he's going to stay at work forever. It causes huge fights between us because he can't see that we need him at home too. What should I do about this? That's a tough one.
1: So I'll tell that story, Stephanie, then you'll understand. Years ago, a good friend of mine had an assistant, an executive assistant, and then he realized that that she would stay up to 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock during the weekdays. Mm -hmm. And so he was surprised, and he said, what are you doing here? And she said, well, you know, I I don't want to go home right now and all this. And then later on... He, she told him that her husband was sitting on him and, and she didn't want to be uh, at
0: home. Oh, so, so they were having problems. Yeah and,
1: yeah, and now, so my answer to you, Stephanie, if you, if you take that, is that he, there's a reason why he's not telling you why he's not coming back home. Right. It's an unspoken. We got to figure out, you got to figure out what he's not telling you. His absence is in itself an illustration of something is wrong. Uh. What we need is the explication. Don't nag him. Don't yell at him. When he comes home one day, is a good mood. To say, what's going on? Right. Let's talk about why you're not coming home. Put the work aside. Right. You could work from home. Maybe I'm bothering you. Maybe the kids. Maybe something is terrible. Maybe a maybe yeah.
0: Don't be... as, don't automatically assume it's cheating. No, 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 You know, no. maybe he is just working. But there, why? Yeah. Why is he refusing to come home or avoiding it? There's something else deeper.
1: Always. And so uh, I would like to save to save the marriage. Is just talk to him, open it. Maybe it's something. He's had enough. Maybe he needs help with something. Maybe he needs your support with something. Maybe it's
0: quieter at work. I know a lot of people, when they have kids and a wife, sometimes they're just like, I don't want to go home because it's going to be kids screaming all night long, and I just want to relax, and maybe I'll just stay here.
1: Absolutely. So really, Stephanie, don't despair. Have a great talk, right? Because, Angie, that helps a lot. I agree. A, a man or a woman who spend too much time at work after work hours – and he becomes too extreme, he's not telling you something.
0: Right. I agree with that. And I think she probably knew that in her heart of hearts. You know, you know what's going on. You know there's something going on. Yes. So have that talk, like Simon said. I'm
1: so glad you emailed us, Stephanie, because I really think with a good talk, things can change rapidly. Right. And listen to him.
0: Yes, really listen get to the bottom of it you know don't take it personal it's, maybe it's just like stress and he doesn't want to be around but, but, screaming kids or whatever it or, is
1: or her screaming because oh. men <laughs> no men are afraid of emotional answers from their wife the girlfriend mm-hmm. we are not so emotional sometimes it tired us and it's and it's not because we don't like you like like you less or love you less it's take we have to listen to women women have to listen to us too
0: right I, I so agree with that there are so many things that couples fight over that are valid uh, and some things that are not I mean we're gonna talk about that next I think you you just hit on a really good point about when you go to talk to someone, and they get emotional right away. It makes hard. It makes it hard for somebody to come to you with their problems because they're afraid of that.
1: Absolutely, Angie. So it's- we
0: need to learn how to manage that when we're having these real hard conversations. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about some of the things that uh, that we need to stop fighting about. Maybe better ways to communicate. That's coming up next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, with our last uh, email, the Bonjour Simon Marcel, mm-hmm. Stephanie was talking about her husband that's not coming home. You had a really good point about how hard it is sometimes to start these Important conversations because one or both or somebody gets emotional and the tears come and the screaming comes. I have a hard time keeping myself rational during these kinds of conversations sometimes. So I can
1: only imagine.
0: (laughs) Nothing goes flying around the room. I do tend to get emotional. I'm an emotional person, you know. You are,
1: and your husband is too. He
0: is as well. So. So you can imagine if we're both, you know, like in a bad place how those conversations can be really difficult um it's hard to find that place in you where you you become rational i don't know how to do that at the same time to be rational and emotional they don't really work with (laughs) work together in, in me
1: exactly so maybe there's the the time for emotion first and later on an hour two hour maybe the next morning the conversation
0: Take a breather. Because
1: you can't, yeah, you have to let your emotions out. You have to, you can't control them that much. So I would really, in favor of listen. if you have to cry, cry all the way. Yeah. If, you know, and then a couple hours later, the next day, have the conversation calmly.
0: I agree with you because there's that saying of never go to bed angry. And I don't agree with that because I don't feel like a lot of these problems can be solved before you have to go to sleep at night. Like sometimes you need to sleep on it to get a fresh perspective. And, you know, sometimes the conversations will carry on a day or something. So, I think if you're so heated, I mm-hmm. agree with your advice. Like, take the time.
1: Take the time. It's what, It's how people go to war. It's when you have an aggression or a conflict, an argument, and the person wants a counter-argument. It just doesn't work right away.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Well, there's lots of things that couples fight over. Um, some of them are crazy. You wait till you hear uh, one of the places that is referred to as a relationship killer and some mm. other things mm. that you should stop fighting about with your spouse that's coming up yes on the rendezvous with simon and angie welcome back to the rendezvous with simon and angie we're talking about things that you need to stop fighting about in your relationships Mm -hmm. simon here's what some couples therapists say and tell me if you agree stop fighting about who's doing the chores Like, if you really want him to take the trash out, sit down and have a calm conversation about why it's important instead of just yelling about it all the time. That is true. Stop fighting about making plans. Um, If it's an ongoing issue, yes. Um, But your communication tactic is to explain how it makes you feel when he does this. Like, uh, you feel disrespected when he doesn't tell you his plans in advance. Um, And if he's leaving you out of the loop, you know. All of these are basically saying the discussion is the most important part of it, how you're discussing I,
1: I, it. I, a piece of personal advice on the plan thing. I think women and men hate to be dragged into something they have not been asked to and about beforehand.
0: Right. It's blindsided.
1: Yes. I mean, nothing is worse than to go to a concert when you hate the musicians or the music.
0: I, uh, oh, I totally agree. And I've
1: been there and please don't do that anymore. I
0: totally agree. Uh, stop fighting about staying out too late. Um, is it annoying? Sure. But it's not worth the fight. Uh, instead, the next morning, tell him when he doesn't text you that you get worried or something uh, might have happened. Come from a place of love and concern instead of like, we can get naggy sometimes. Um, but do you want to know the number one place where couples fight
1: auto store maybe you buy a car people disagree Nope. it's
0: ikea you know ikea IKEA? yes it's because i love ikea IKEA too but it's so overwhelming there's so there's so many people buying
1: furniture yes
0: and there's so many there's a billion things the selection and then you got to put that thing together together you have to put all the the furniture together by yourself and it is a nightmare furniture
1: who has the last word you or jason
0: we're actually very much in agreement, but okay. having to put together IKEA furniture with the instructions that are in Swedish, forget about it. I'm an expert. Are you really? Next yeah, very time? Very much so. Okay. I know who to call next time. <laughs> okay. If you need some advice, we're going to take care of you. Give us a call right now 855 905 8255. Love, romance, dating. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. So we're talking about uh, things that are real relationship killers, the things that you fight about. We were talking about how Ikea is the number one place where people, it's like a relationship killer. There's actually a desk there that if you put it together with your spouse, you will probably get divorced. No (laughs) kidding. Um, Because it's just such a pain. I was surprised.
1: Yeah, you told me that I was surprised at first. I never expected to be. I get it now, but I didn't know it was such a pain for couples to. Uh...
0: Yeah, people fight about it. I've, I've fought with my husband about putting together IKEA furniture one time. We have a call, though. Uh, I believe <laughs> on the line somebody knows exactly what we're talking about. Let's go to Orlando, Florida. Say hello to Sierra. Hey, Sierra. Bonjour, Sierra.
3: Hi, Simon. Hi, Angie. <laughs> hello.
0: Hi. It sounds so pretty when you say Sierra in your French accent, Sierra. by the way.
3: Bonjour,
1: Sierra. Bonjour, Sierra.
0: You know a little something Ooh. about this uh, IKEA la drama? La.
3: Oh my gosh. I was listening to you guys and I can so relate to this because I actually broke up with my ex boyfriend over trying to put a Ikea bookshelf together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A bookshelf.
3: Yes. We were gonna move in together and everything and we went to Ikea one weekend and bought all this stuff, brought it back to the apartment, and we just had a huge blowout trying to get that stuff together. It was awful. It's amazing,
0: too, because the I think the bookshelves are the ones where people have the least amount of problems because they're just, like, four pieces, but if you put together a big bookshelf and if you guys are getting on each other's nerves, like somebody thinks they know the right way to do it and then all of a sudden the drawers are all flipped the
3: wrong way, is that kind of how it went for you? Yeah, well, this was one of those ones with the glass doors and we just couldn't oh. figure out which way the glass was supposed to go and where the knob was supposed to go. It was a total mess. It just opened up a whole can of worms and we ended up breaking up not soon after. I mean, it, it was awful. That
0: was just sort of the catalyst, though, right? I'm sure there was a lot of bickering already, but yeah, those
1: glass drawers. I mean, I, I am amazed, here, and, and I, it's like, I could imagine the fight going on. To put that piece of furniture together, but yet, I mean, you can think of other ways. Taking a break to, to, to have a glass of wine, taking a break, and then right. maybe stop the fight, or maybe, maybe make love, maybe,
0: oh, uh, I... but maybe. IKEA furniture and making love. I don't ever think happen <laughs> on the same day.
1: But like, they do beds too. There, no? they do
0: be- They do everything there. But the um the w- when you start messing with the glass and then if the door is upside down and, and you already installed it, it's impossible to. You can't. You're le- left with that.
1: Maybe maybe to avoid that, maybe in every couple, one should be in charge of the IKEA put together.
0: See, that's the thing. Right. W- was there? Were you both trying to be the ones in charge, the project managers, and is that how it started? Started.
3: Well, he had all the heavy stuff, like, over in his corner, and then I was on the other corner, like, trying to pick up the correct pieces, and I guess I was handing him wrong stuff. But, I mean, they don't exactly make those directions clear, so I didn't know what I was doing.
0: Right. See, it's, it's kind of can be a metaphor, I think something as complex as putting furniture together or as simple, even it can be a metaphor for other things in your relationship, like who's in control and and why are you trying to boss me around and I know better than you and I can see how it can steamroll yes. into something else.
1: But I, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean I did not expect that from not at all, and Sierra. I mean, I'm sorry you had to break up just because you put that together,
3: Sierra. Oh, I learn- definitely, I definitely won that one. So I'm totally <laughs> over him. Did did we learn a lesson on the
0: IKEA furniture with relationships? Never again, or never again never. together. Yeah, never again together. Hire somebody. <laughs> all right, Sierra. Thank you so much for calling, giving your input. We actually met somebody that it happened to. How about that?
1: Unbelievable.
0: I love it. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie coming up next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor in the Ooh La La studio. Simon. Yes. Love hanging out with you every night. Well,
1: same here. We oh. have a lot of fun on the Ulala studio.
0: Yeah, we had a lot of fun tonight. We had a lot of great calls, and uh, we talked about people having certain types, what kind mm-hmm. of types you date, what mm-hmm. kind of relationships, um, what men and women don't understand about each other. That will be the argument until the end of time, I'm sure.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: and it'll probably happen in an Ikea store where everybody <laughs> fights anyway. And you had a great Simon Says today about fighting.
1: Yeah, I, I said there is never... A good reason to fight, only a good reason to talk. It's never a good time. You know, people say, oh, finally we got to fight. No, don't fight. Talk. Even don't fight, be quiet, and wait to communicate later. Yeah. But there's never a good reason to fight.
0: No, keep the emotions in check.
1: Yes, and the aggression. And the aggression. the fight comes the hate, the aggression, and then you say things you regret. Yeah. Instead of talking and having a conversation. Even if it's serious, even if it's sad or tough, talk. No, don't you, fight. You
0: gave me some good advice because I have a problem keeping my emotions calm when I'm, you know, having a yeah. that kind of conversation with my don't. husband and to just walk away and take some time until you've cooled off. That is something I really need to learn how to do. So yes, take, thank you. Take the time off and then talk. Yes, no fighting, just talking. I like it, Simon. Thank Simon you, Marcel, if you ever uh, want to see Simon Marcel, he gives amazing advice all the time, not just here on The Rendezvous, <laughs> but also on the FYI channel.
1: In Bed with Simon every Tuesday night. Sometimes we play Wednesday, Saturday. If you miss it, therendezvousshow.com. Check right. it out. And also there's great pictures of Angie, of me, of Behind the scenes our, the our, rendezvous show.com is a lot of fun
0: Our crazy videos oh, yes. the, the ping pong challenges The Kit Kat, The Kit Kat thievery That goes on around here <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> All the craziness And yes. uh, yeah Also on that website You can find a place To email us If you ever want to Ask any uh, questions If you need advice If you want to Comment on the show We can read it on the air As well If you don't mm-hmm. feel like Calling in There's a place To do that on there the And anytime On our phone lines 855 905 58255 This has been the rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
1: Bonne nuit Angie. Bonne nuit. The rendezvous show with Simon Marcel and
0: Angie Taylor.